Hello, poetry lovers and degenerates. But I'll tell you, one resident of Arlington is offering this community a little relief from the heat in the form of a kind, cool way side of the highway. People toss around the word hero, but this guy's a real hero. I don't know his name, so I guess we can only call him the Heat Wave. I have a dream. And welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another podcast from The Dirt. Obviously The Dirt, place you can go for all your dirt needs. Uh, dirt bike riding, testing, reviews, interviews, uh, features, uh, The Dirt Garage. We've got everything on thedirt.co.nz uh, that you could want. Check it out, please. I uh, would appreciate that and we appreciate you listening today. Uh, I know you've got time on your hands to do other cool stuff. And the fact that you are listening here, well, I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Our appreciation is over to you. So without further ado, we'll get on to this week's podcast. It is uh, from the Dirt Garage, actually. You may have seen it online, but this time we're doing it verbally. Uh, it's about handlebars, the tall tale of handlebars. Now, if you ride dirt bikes, uh, chances are you have got a set of handlebars. Uh, whether they're stock, how you got the bike, or... Maybe put a set on you like, who knows? No matter what though, chances are you got some handlebars. So today we're gonna to check out handlebars, talk about how they work, talk about the cool things about them, why different handlebars are different bends, and hopefully you guys get to learn some more stuff out there than you already know. You may not, you may, either way, listen to my voice, enjoy the show, and we will kick it off right now. So handlebars, uh, it's almost like a bit of a black art really. Obviously not as hard as suspension, which is super tricky, but uh, the tall of handlebars is a very interesting conversation between those who uh, know a little bit about it and those who are tall, who, oof, if you've seen handlebars out there for tall people that just aren't sure what's going on, it's quite the laugh. Imagine ape hangers from your Harley on a dirt bike. I mean, that's extreme, but... Trust me, it happens. I mean, we're all looking for that comfort factor, right, when we ride. That's why we get handlebars. That's why we pick different handlebars. That's why we choose different bends. That's why we set them in different so different places, forward, back. Uh, so we're looking for that real comfort factor, especially when you're riding. So the handlebars, that's where your hands go. That's your input into the bike. It's a lot of input from your hands and your body goes through the handlebars into the bike and it tells the bike what to do. So getting that comfort feel, that is super important. So in the beginning of time, uh, handlebars have pretty much dominated your cockpit. They are the soles that drain your information and put that input into the bike. They actually change the way you ride even. Different handlebars can change how the bike handles and how you actually ride. They allow you to sit forward on the seat, but they can also cramp you up at the same time. Handlebars are pretty much one of the only things that you can adjust, even if it's just the slightest, we actually can feel the difference. People say, oh, I'll let my, let my uh, tires down two pound. Oh, I can feel that, my goodness. Or, oh, I put the rebound back uh, one click. My God, it feels so much better. Usually they're full of shit. Uh, but handlebars, you move them forward, you move them back, you can really feel that, dis uh, that difference instantly. That's why getting the right handlebar for you is quite important. 
Uh, starting off with the 101, there's two kinds of handlebars really on the market. It's a crossbar type, which uh, most of you would recognize probably with a rental. Comes with a crossbar at the top. Or there's a, a crossbarless type, which uh, Pro Taper initiated back in the day. Now pretty much every manufacturer of handlebars, they do a crossbar and a crossbarless variation. Uh, all comes with different sizes, different lengths, different diameters. Whichever, whichever the case is you want, uh, whichever we're going to head towards, it'll either be a crossbar or it won't be. Oh, one exception to that rule, the Pro Taper Fusion Bar, that has a crossbar, so you get that crossbar look, but you can actually unlock it, so it gives that crossbar less feeling. We're going to get into that later, the difference between the crossbar and the crossbarless. We're going to call them fat bar, because I want to stop saying crossbarless. Difference between the uh, fat bar, which is actually a, um, I think it's a rental term, especially, so but we're going to use it from here anyway. So we're going to go crossbar and fat bar. The difference between those two uh, is a different feeling on the bike actually, so we'll get into that a little bit later. No, we'll get into that now. As you'd imagine, the crossbar handlebar gives a more rigid feeling when you're using it on the track. It gives less flex in the bars and should feel overall stiffer in your riding experience. That's because that crossbar really holds the two end, ends of the bar quite tight together so you can imagine the flex isn't great because that crossbar's holding it nice and tight. As you can probably guess, the fat bar style, a lot more flex when you're riding. It hasn't got that brace in the middle to stop, uh, stop the flex of the bars, so you get a lot more flex. Generally, it's going to be a little bit smoother, less vibration in the crossbar, uh, if that's what you're into. But also, it's going to feel less, you're probably going to feel less connected to the bike, just because it's going to feel a little bit more flexy. Now, if you're a rider who gets a lot of arm pump, uh, and you're on the crossbar, you actually might benefit from switching to a fat bar style, to give you that more flex and that softer feeling. On the other hand, however, you might be a rider who feels like his front end is maybe too smushy, for lack of a better word, you're not getting that feeling you like, you're feeling a little disconnected to the bike, feels a little maybe, um, what's the word, wallowy. I would suggest going for a uh, crossbar style to get that uh, feeling, a little bit more connected, a little bit more rigid, I suppose, uh, and that might help you out there. So moving on to bends. Whoa. This is where uh, <laughs> handlebars really take a, a hard turn. Uh, bar bends are a they're a big thing, man. Uh, they come in high, they come in low, they come in wide, they come in short, they come in heaps of sweep, they come in flat. Just about, oh, you know, just about any kind of bend you could think of, uh, you can get a brand that makes that kind of bend. Um, but it's not what you, uh, it's not what you think, because bar bends are a bit of a, a bit of a mind, mind grenade. You think you want a tall bend because you're a tall guy? Mm. Maybe, but again, not as tall as you think. Uh, you're a short guy, you want a really, really short bar? Not necessarily. How do you ride? Do you ride off the back? Do you ride standing up a lot? Are you just sitting down always? Ideally, in a perfect world, we could buy a bike and it would come with 10 different handlebars. You could try them all out, find the one you like, and go from there. But usually what people do is they find a handlebar that someone else likes, someone tells them about it, and they think, oh, that's a cool handlebar, I'll give that a try. And they put it on, they like it, uh, and they stick with it. 
take me for example, I used to use the Renthal Triple Nines for, how did I use those for? Maybe four, four years straight, no matter what bike I was on, I had to have Triple Nines. So these handlebars just follow me bike to bike to bike. And I mean, it worked for me, it probably wasn't the best because manufacturers spend a lot of time on their handlebar bends for their bike, for their ergos. So it's not like they just grab a bend off the, off the shelf, put it on the new bike. They spend a lot of time getting the right bend for that bike. Uh, but again, that all depends on who's testing the bike, who's the rider testing it at the factory, what kind of bend is he like. So it's a whole different host of things going on, really. Let's start with height. Now the height, the overall height of the bar on the neutral position varies depending on how far forward you rotate the bars or how far back you rotate the bars on the clamp. You've got a height distance and this, uh, this is pretty much from the clamping area to the tip of the handlebar uh, in the neutral position. Another thing you've got to really work on is the rise. Now the rise is the distance between the clamp and where the bar starts to bend. So the clamp comes along and bends up and then as it's going up, that's your rise, and at the point where the handlebars start to sweep away, that's the point that you measure, that's the rise height. Now the sweep, this is probably one of the most important ones. Uh, the sweep is the amount of angle measured in length that the handlebar actually sweeps back towards you, and that gives you that real comfortable feel. Imagine just putting a, a straight piece of pipe, straight across, no bend, no nothing. It's not quite right. Look at your hands right now, put them out right in front of you. Chances are they're not super flat. They're probably angled up a bit. Thumbs facing towards the sky perhaps. That's why handlebars aren't straight bars, aren't straight, um, straight pipes. Now all three dimensions, they work together to create the end result. And changing any one of those three dimensions, either the rise, the height, or the sweep, would completely change how that bar feels. Now again, there is no one bar to rule them all, and this is very rider specific, especially depending on how high you are. It might be the same height as a guy, same speed, same weight. It is your mate, but you guys might like completely different bars. You may just ride different. Uh, going back to the bars I like, the triple nines, I've now moved to the 998s. Um, they're a little bit taller, just because I got different clamps, shorter clamps, so I wanted to get that neutral height. When I was younger, oof, I used to watch Ricky Carmichael, he had low bars, and that's when the low bar scene just came in and flooded. Everyone wanted low bars, Carmichael had low bars, had to have low bars. Now I realized pretty quick being tall that low bars would not work. And then all of a sudden I decided, okay, I need high bars. So I ended up getting tagged CR double highs. These things were ape hangers, and I thought they were the tits. Uh, and uh, like at the time it worked for me, but looking back, I probably would have been far better and more comfortable on a set of just regular old bars, man. So before you go changing your handlebars when you buy a new bike, check out what bar bend they are. Give them some time, give them a try. And uh, look, they might actually work for you. You might not need new bars. Just a thought. Now, as I said, there's not one bar to rule them all, but there are a few guidelines you should really go by. You don't want to, uh, you don't want bars that are pointing towards the sky. You don't want bars that are pointing down towards your knees. A lot of that depends on where you rotate them in the clamp. Don't forget. 
Another cool aspect too, if you've got a set of triple clamps with two bar clamp holes, you can move your bar clamps forward and backwards. Look, play around with that first before you actually go buy yourself some new handlebars. Now I'm going to give you a little bit of a range here. Some sizings uh, and a bar, bar heights, sizes, sweeps and stuff. It's going to it's going to be a little bit of a ballpark for an average feeling. I got this off uh, from Chris Kiefer, from Chris Kiefer, Kiefer Ring Testing. He's a real famous tester in America. There's a lot about bikes. Uh, so I get a lot of information off him. He's got some good stuff and I'm really happy to share it with you guys. So if you're height-wise, if you range anywhere between 5'6 to 6'2", you might have some really luck. You might have some real luck with these uh, bar dimensions. Um, so height, check out your height of your bar. Check the specs online. The height of the bars should be well. I might say should. Recommended height would be between 85 to 89 millimeters. Uh, your sweep, 52, 55 millimeters, and your rise would be 52 to 56 millimeters. Now, if you find a bar bend that's somewhere in between these, uh, pretty close, uh, it's a pretty good neutral feeling. It's going to be feel pretty well across most bikes. Look, it's not going to suit everybody, uh, but if you start here, I think you're going to have some pretty good luck. And for example, Pro Taper, they make a bend that sits in these parameters. It's called the SX Race Bend. Uh, if you're a rental guy, they also make a similar one. Their model number is a 762-01. Uh, so look, check out those two bar bends, see if you like them. Go to your local shop, hold them in your hands. They're pretty neutral, and they should be pretty good across the whole board. Now as far as what these guys call their bars, like for instance Pro Taper calls it the SX Race Bend, don't get too hung up on that, it's just a name. It's not made for Supercross. They just use that because that's just what the guy called it at the time. Now say you're a taller guy, you're over 6'2", maybe a 6'3", 6'4", and you're convinced that you need taller bars, then look, go for a bar band that's maybe 5 to 10 mil higher, max, and again vice versa if you're shorter, maybe go 5 to 10 mil lower in the height range, max, but don't go too far out of those parameters because you're really going to start messing with how the bike handles. Uh, another tip, bar mounts. Now this is a hot topic. Probably the biggest myth when it comes to bar mounts is that taller riders need taller bars slash higher mounts. But it's simply not true. Look, I'm 6'2". I run a stock height bar clamp. And like I said, I've got the Renthal Twin Wall 998s at the moment. They're 5mm taller than my stock bars, I think. And that's all I needed. I needed a little bit because I kept hitting my knees on my bars and that was getting a pain in the ass. Uh, but look, stock height uh, clamps. You don't need super clamps, man. I see people riding around the pits all the time with well, these mega clamps. They're like 30, 40 mil high. It's not good. It just, it just puts the handling right off the bike. I used, to th I used to think I needed a lot taller bars when I was younger, like I said, but I've gone back to stock and it's been pretty good for me, man. Again, before you put on these clamps, please, please try other things. Try different bar bends. Try putting the, using the forward hole. 
Just stay away from tall clams. It is not, not good. Once you've got the bar you like, hopefully you've got it by now, you can change this whole characteristic simply by how you rotate it in the bar clamp. Roll too far forward will compromise your handling. Roll too far back will compromise the strength you can actually put into the bars. So a lot of bars, or I'd say all bars, have notches uh, painted into them, sometimes etched into them. So you've got, you can set exactly where you want your bars and you can remember it. So setting at the neutral position, either in the middle, depending on how it's notched, or at the zero position, gives you a real neutral starting point. I'd always suggest to start from there, and then either move forward or back millimeters each time to get that feel that you really like. Now good, I've found a really good way to work out where bars should start at is, if you have your bike on the ground level, and the handlebars are right in front of you, get behind the bike, get down to eye level with the bars, like knee, like uh, chin above the rear fender, and look directly at the handlebars. What do the grips look like? Are they pointing too far up towards the sky? Are they pointing too far down? If those grips are pretty flat, if you're looking from that rear fender, the grips are nice and flat, it's a pretty good starting point. Start there, ride the bike some, get a feeling for it. If you need to tweak it, roll them a bit further forward, roll them a bit further back, but just start at that point. Short. A higher bar setup might give you more comfort feeling when you're standing up, but it actually takes away quite a bit of the bike's ability to be thrown around and ridden hard. It can lead to less control, and it's not a very good riding technique either. Example of that is just check out the pros at your local track and see if they've got tall, tall bars. See if they're running huge bar clamps. Chances are they're not gonna be, man. They might have a slightly taller bar, and the rise of it, but they're gonna have pretty normal bars. Actually ask them, ask what bars they run. See if they've got tall ones. See if they're running a crazy setup. Chances are they are probably not. Another good example there is we saw Cody Webb post, Cody Webb post a couple of months ago about his bars. He runs a stock rental motos 827 bar, rolled a little bit further back than normal and he's got stock clamp heights. So he's a tall guy, he has enduro cross, he's doing a lot of standing up, a lot of transitioning to sitting, and again, he runs pretty much a stock setup tallness, so. The myth of having to run super tall bars, it's not right, man, it's not right. And it actually compromises how you can ride too. So all you out there who are looking at your handlebars thinking, man, I've got some tall bars on there. Or your bar clamps are just like, gangster, have a think about changing those up. It's really gonna help your riding. That's about it from the Dirt Garage this month. Well, this week, sorry. Uh, check out the dirt.co.nz. We've actually got this whole feature written up with pictures. Uh, check that feature out. It's pretty informative, pretty cool to read. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Really appreciate it, again. I know you've got things to do today and you've been listening to the podcast and that's awesome. Keep listening. The more you listen, the more we can make. And until next time, that was The Dirt Garage, the tall tale of handlebars. I have the dream.